August is National Breastfeeding Month, a time to learn the great benefits of breastfeeding. And joining us to discuss is Heather Seville, a registered nurse and an international board-certified lactation consultant. She serves as the Director of Nursing and is an in-house lactation consultant at a rural Northwest Kansas hospital, Norton County Hospital. From the plains of rural Northwest Kansas to you, this is Health in the Heartland presented by Norton County Hospital, where medical experts aim to empower health at any stage of life. My name is Prakash Chandran. So Heather, it is great to have you here today. Let's just start by you telling us a little bit more about what exactly an International Board Certified Lactation Consultant is. Sure. Um, an International Board Certified Lactation Consultant is someone that they've gone through extensive training to provide specialized care in assisting moms and babies in breastfeeding. Okay. And talk to us a little bit more about the benefit of having a lactation consultant such as yourself available to new moms at a hospital. Sometimes breastfeeding can be challenging in the first few days. Having a lactation consultant available to work alongside the nurses, the mom and the baby to help overcome some of these challenges early on can set a stage for more successful, longer, successful breastfeeding experience for mom and baby. Breastfeeding is more successful for moms and for babies if they have a good support system. Having a good support from home and then also having support outside of home where having a lactation consultant resource available can provide that resource outside the home. Yeah, just related to that, I know that there can sometimes be anxiety around starting to breastfeed for a lot of new moms. I know that was the case for my wife. And preparation for breastfeeding oftentimes can happen before the baby is even delivered. So what advice do you have for expecting moms who plan to breastfeed? First thing they should do is talk to their provider. Let their provider know that they plan to breastfeed. If there are providers here at Norton County Hospital, then they will communicate that with me. When the mom is 37 weeks gestation, when she comes in for that appointment, we will try and set up a time for me to come down and also spend some time talking to mom and dad, answering any questions that they may have surrounding breastfeeding, what to expect. Other things that they might want to do is locate people around them that are familiar with breastfeeding to help build their support team when they get home. These can be family members, friends, your medical provider, a lactation consultant, and then also WIC. WIC is another good resource to support you in breastfeeding. Learn about breastfeeding from books, brochures, handouts, and when available, you can sign up for the classes. I know that's one thing that we have not done here yet because of COVID, but that is something that's coming down the pipeline, so stay tuned for that. Ask your provider or lactation consultant about things that you have heard that you might wonder if they are true or not. They might be able to answer those questions, tell you if that, oh, no, that's just a myth, or yes, this can happen, this is how we will work through that challenge if that does happen. Prepare your families and friends that you want to limit visitors after baby's born while you're at the hospital and even when you get home. Some moms will set aside some time a couple times a day that they feel like, okay, I'll take visitors at this time, but then they are letting their visitors know that this visit is limited. That way they are not feeling like they need to feed their baby but are afraid to because they've got company. That helps create that relaxed atmosphere for mom and baby to breastfeed. Lastly, make sure that you get a breast pump. If you could do it before delivery, that's best. One less thing that you have to do after baby's born. And if you were to need it right away, then you've already got it. 
You can also set up a time with your lactation consultant to go over how to use your breast pump before you even go into labor. Got it. So, you know, you talked about some of the challenges that a mother might face and maybe even some of those myths. Maybe talk at a very high level about some of the things that you see or you hear mothers concerned by and how you help them work through those struggles. Well, some think that it's as simple as just putting the baby up to the breast and then the baby nurses. And sometimes babies need a little bit of encouragement. They may have that suck instinct, but learning how to suck to provide nourishment is different. And so we will work with moms and with the babies and getting them to suck for nourishment. Other challenges, if a baby's tongue-tied, then, you know, we would need to have a provider involved to look at that. Soreness can happen. There's normal soreness and there's not normal soreness. Uh, Normal soreness is short-lived and it goes away. If it's not normal, it's usually due to a poor latch. And so we will work with moms and babes to get a better latch to relieve that tenderness that the moms may have. If a mom's feeling tension, babies can sense that tension. We will work with them to help them to relax and be aware of their body and their response. If mom's relaxed, babies relaxed and feedings go better. So we'll work with them on that as well. You know, there's going to be parents out there that are trying to weigh the different benefits of breastfeeding versus, for example, formula feeding in a bottle. So maybe you can highlight some of the benefits breastfeeding offers, especially as we are in this National Breastfeeding Month. There's benefits for both mom and for baby. For mom, breastfeeding provides a strong bond with her baby. I guess that would be a benefit for both mom and baby. It lowers the risk of breast and ovarian cancer, lowers the risk of rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, It also reduces the risk for high blood pressure, arthritis, heart disease, and type 2 diabetes. Another benefit would be uh, mom recovers from childbirth more quickly and easily because of the hormone oxytocin that is released during breastfeeding. The oxytocin helps the uterus return back to its normal size quickly. Benefit for mom would be reducing the risk of depression postpartum. Benefit for both parents is it's free, it saves money, and they don't have to spend the money on formula. It's also readily available. It doesn't need to be mixed or heated. It's ready to go whenever baby's ready to eat. Benefits for baby is that breast milk is designed for babies and contains everything a baby needs. It'll adjust to what the baby needs as he or she is growing. It's designed for their immature digestive tract. Therefore, it's easier for their digestive tract to digest the breast milk. Breast milk contains antibodies that are also important for the baby to fight off any viruses or bacteria they may come in contact with. Anytime a mom is sick, the body produces these antibodies to go into the breast milk, and that will help prevent the baby from getting sick. Or if the baby does get sick, it helps them fight off that virus that they may have gotten from mom. If a baby picks up something from somebody else, there is an exchange when the baby's at the breast from the baby's saliva that sends a signal to the mom's brain to produce antibodies to fight off whatever it is that that baby is fighting at the time. Breast milk can also reduce the risk of ear infections for babies, respiratory infections, colds, gut infections, reduces the risk of SIDS, bowel disease, asthma, and diabetes. Breast milk can also promote healthy weight gain and reduces the risk of childhood obesity. Some studies show that breast milk also makes a difference in brain development. 
Wow. Yeah. So there is quite a lot of benefits to having your baby be breastfed. One thing I'd love to learn a little bit more about is if a breastfed baby should also be bottle fed with formula. And if they should, when does that happen? And when should the formula be introduced? There is no timeline of how long you should wait. There have been times where babies are not gaining enough weight and we'll have to do what we call SNS or it's supplementation at the breast. And we will, while the baby's breastfeeding, also supplementing them with uh, formula at the same time through a little tube that's attached to the tip of the nipple for mom and baby. So they'll use formula for that until mom starts producing enough milk that they're pumping enough that we can supplement with the breast milk instead. Some, they want to do both, and that's okay. One thing I tell them that is if they are going to do both, to be aware of how often they're not feeding at the breast and to make sure that they're keeping their supply up. Because one thing that breastfeeding will do, if you don't feed, if you skip a feeding, then that sends a signal to your body that you don't need to continue producing that much breast milk, and so it reduces your breast milk supply. But like I said, there's no time limit on when to introduce formula. You do want to make sure that breastfeeding is well established because there can be some nipple confusion at the beginning because sucking on an artificial nipple versus the breast is very different and that can cause some soreness for mom. Yes, I was actually just going to ask you something around this. So let's say that a mother wants to breastfeed as long as possible, but because of scheduling or need, she may also need to supplement that with bottle, whether that be formula or her own breast milk. What is the best way to start introducing that? Is there a general rule of thumb? Once that breastfeeding is well established, their milk supply is good, they've gone through the engorgement phase, usually at about two to four weeks is when a baby will be ready to tell the difference between a bottle and a breast. The other thing I tell them is to use the slowest flow nipple possible because the difference between a bottle and the breast is they have to work a little bit harder to get the breast milk. And a bottle, if you get too big of a nipple hole, it just basically runs into their mouth and then some babies can become lazy. So that's part of the reason we want to make sure that the breastfeeding is well established because then the baby identifies it with a bonding time with mom more than just nourishment. And they'll prefer it, but they will feed from a bottle as well. Okay. Yeah, that's very helpful. So you've given us a lot of important information. And just before we close, I'd love to understand a little bit more about how a lactation consultant such as yourself integrates as part of a hospital's comprehensive labor and delivery program. Maybe you can just talk a little bit about you personally. What does your day-to-day look like? After baby is born, well, even before baby's born, I will go see moms and dads in the clinic to introduce myself, answer any questions they may have before they deliver. And then after they deliver, I will go in and just see how things are going. I will talk to the patient's nurse, ask them if there's any challenges that they've noticed, anything that they've been working with mom and baby on and with breastfeeding. And then I go in and I just introduce myself if I haven't met them in the clinic. If I have met them, then more and more familiar with each other. I will ask them how breastfeeding's going. I'll do some education with them on specific things to look for, like mastitis, what to do for nipple soreness, engorgement, and how to manage that. 
and then answer any questions that they may have around their breast pump, what to expect while they're here, what to expect when they get home, and what to expect when they return to work and how to Mm -hmm. manage going back to work and still continuing to breastfeed. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because I think, and we talked about this a little earlier on, there's some anxiety around starting to breastfeed. And some of the myths that you mentioned earlier is that it just kind of works, but that's often not the case. And part of the reason that you're making sure that expectations are set and you're in very close communication with the parents is to just help them through some of those initial stages, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And even down the road, if they have questions when they're starting to wean, I'm available as well to help with that. And when does weaning happen? Is it the same time for everyone or do babies typically wean off at different times? Wean off at different times. So it just varies dependent on mom and how long she wants to breastfeed and at what point she wants to wean. And sometimes it's really easy and natural and other times there's challenges that babies may, they may not want to give Mm -hmm. it up. Yeah. (laughs) And so you have to try and work with them and basically slowly wean them off of breastfeeding. Gotcha. And just finally, before we close, I know that you have helped many mothers breastfeed or feel comfortable with breastfeeding. Given all of your experience, if there is one piece of advice that you could leave mothers with today, what would that be? If you're planning to breastfeed, I really encourage moms to limit their visitors when they're first here in the hospital for that first 24 hours and limit their visitors when they get home. It's not just for them to establish breastfeeding, but it's also for moms and their mental health. When baby's awake, mom's awake. And so when baby's napping, mom should probably be napping as well because they're recovering from delivering and need that time to recover as well. Yes, that is so important. And I can speak about that from personal experience as well. I think oftentimes your family with the best intentions, you know, they want to see the new baby, but having gone through such a big experience like delivery, you're going to need time to rest and relax and also just be together as that family unit. And so taking that time for the privacy and for the bonding is so critically important, especially at the early phases, wouldn't you say? I would. That's exactly right. Well, fantastic. Well, Heather, I really appreciate your time today. This has been a very informative conversation. Sure. Thank you. That's Heather Seville, a registered nurse and an international board-certified lactation consultant for Norton County Hospital. Thank you for listening to Health in the Heartland. For more information about Norton County Hospital, log on to ntcohosp.com or call 785-877-3351. My name is Prakash Chandran. Take care of yourself and others and be well.